0: Live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the, the, voice of the
1: Talking point. Getting you talking. Talking, talking point. On ninety one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Voice of the Cape. This is Talking Point and uh, inshallah our program as follows for this evening. First and foremost, uh, Jamil i will be standing in for but Jamil. and must with you and also Buta Rashad Jacobs on that side. Our program starts off as follows uh, this year. As you know, it's marking the 25th anniversary celebration of the Office of the Family Advocate in South Africa. And uh, as part of educating the nation about various services offered by the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development, um, last week what we did was we focused on educating the public about the Office of the Family Advocate and also the successes of the office to date. This evening we have in studio Advocate Khadija Parker, who is a senior family advocate at the office of the family advocate. That's out in Cape Town. Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa
0: alaikum <laughs> salam <laughs> wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: About the uh, the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. First and foremost, what is the office of the uh, uh, Justice and Constitutional Development?
0: Okay. Well, the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development is a um, is a department. Um, mm. is one of the departments in um, um, b- run by the Ministry of Justice and Constitutional Development. But I'm not sure if you're wanting mm. to ask me what the Office of the Family Advocate is within so, that department. I
1: think specifically the yes. family. Uh,
0: Okay, so the Office of the Family Advocate is a department within the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. A department development. within the department. Yes, yes we, okay. an, uh, yeah. so, um, we we Yeah. We, so um, we were created in 1990 to um, assist with in divorce matters mm. um, primarily. We were created by legislation called Mediation in Certain Divorce Matters Act. Um, And so we assisted in that we provided, we conducted investigations and we provided reports to court In 1990 we only had one office in the Western Cape Post 1994 or or right now we have four Mm. offices in the Western Cape Um, The principal family advocate or the head of the Western Cape Family Advocate Office is Advocate Shireen Ibrahim -hmm. And she um, sits, she's based at the Cape Town office, but she manages the four offices which are in Cape Town, Mitchell's Plain, George, and Worcester. Mm -hmm. I'm the head of the Cape Town office. Um, We have an advocate, Herber, who is the head of our George office, and advocate Brits, who is the head of the Worcester office. Our Mitchell's Plain office is a newly created office, It, Mm -hmm. it was established in 2014. Um, because we are primarily wanting to extend our services to indigent communities um, and rural communities. So we are looking to um, nationally office, um, um, the, the easier move towards creating more family advocate offices. Um, so currently I am also managing the Mitchell's Plain office. Um, each family advocate office um, comprises of family advocates. And social workers Hmm. and we have also we also have um, family law assistants who if you have a problem and um, you need urgent advice anybody is welcome to contact our office there will always be a family law assistant or a family advocate on duty who would be available to offer advice regarding to uh, regarding um, minor children family law matters and 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 you know that sort of um, um, information information that the public may require. Mm. Um, our social workers. What makes our offices unique is that we not only we not only um, comprised of legal people, mm. but also social workers. And this is helpful because if the is an investigation um, or when yeah an investigation which requires a wealthy. Um, assessment then these social workers already work for our offices and mm-hmm. we can access um, um, wealthy information and information um, relating to children which which form fall within the field of the social work um Mm. Um, unit, We would be able to access it easily because our social workers are employed at our office. They work at our office and they will be able to assist us mm. with those investigations. So it's
1: uh, it's not as if though it's only a, uh, you know, that unfriendly business environment. There are issues that needs to be dealt with, especially if you're bringing children inside and uh, it's amicable. It's a friendly environment it's for children as well.
0: Correct. Our that that is the purpose of our office. We mm-hmm. are a child friendly office. Um. We are assistance to the court, um, but unlike having to go to court with these um, we, we, with this tension and this conflict, our office we try to um, we try to reach we try to access the family unit and try to assist the family and the court simultaneously by um, by, by by creating a child friendly environment and environment where Parents and children and families are able to feel comfortable where we can assist them within the parameters of the law to reach agreements that is in the best mm. interest of their children. Divorce, um, and we deal mainly with divorces, but um, issues relating to 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 care and contact and guardianship and fights about children. Mm. It because um, the, the the human nature is. Of, of such a nature that things often um, in family disputes, um, it turns ugly. Mm. Um, and we try to assist families within the legal parameters to avoid um, those um, dynamics that is not helpful to the child, but to rather assist families to reach agreements that is best for these children. Mm. So, yes, it is child friendly. Um, and it is done in a manner that that, that is family orientated. Mm. Yeah.
1: So disputes can be resolved prior to it reaching to the courts within your offices.
0: Yes, mm. we can. Yes, of course. Um, the office of the family advocate provides free legal assistance. Mm. We are a neutral organized um, department. Okay, and we assist. Parties in reaching agreements. That is why we were created in terms of the Mediation in Certain Divorce Matters Act. So mediation being the operative word here, mm. we try to assist parents to reach agreements about their children. Um, we recognise and and we by the end of this by the end of the interaction and intervention by our office, we hope that the parents recognises mm. that. A bad spouse or a bad partner is not necessarily a bad parent. Mm. So um, we we try to assist these parties who are fighting about the kettle and the house (laughs) and the property and whatever Mm. else it may be to when they come to our office to put those issues behind them and focus on the child, Mm. on the best interest of the child. So that is how we try to assist and we try to reach an agreement regarding the child before the matter goes to court so that when the matter reaches court and we have made a recommendation to court, at least we have assisted the court in that the, disputes, the dispute relating to the child is no longer in dispute. Mm. So all the court needs to deal with is all the other disputes relating to property and pension and all those yeah, other things.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, it can be a case of um, when you look at resolving issues What if one of the spouses, one of the parties, uh, you know, they feel that it's justice still has not been done for them or to them. uh, In that regard, whatever resolutions was brought about as a result of your mediation and they want to take it a step further, then they they need to go to court.
0: (coughs) Let me just explain. Our first step is always to try and mediate. It's always to give the parent the power Mm -hmm. and to say, parents let's help you within the parameters of the law to reach an agreement about your child. Hmm. If they are unable to reach an agreement, then that means we have to go to the next phase. That means we'd have to do an assessment. And that would involve opening up an investigation Hmm. um, into what would be in this child's best interest. Our social workers would consult with the parties, consult with... um, Collaterals, so collaterals would be people that the parties um, suggest that we speak to in order to confirm information that they are giving. But we also speak to professional collaterals. These people mm. may or may not be suggested by the party, so it would be the child's teacher. A social worker from DSD or private social worker who may be involved with the family. Um, A psychologist who may be involved, it depends. So we'd look into um, um, if there are certain allegations relating to um, um, alcohol abuse or drug abuse or um, psychological um, 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 defects within one of the parties. um, That's the sort of information that that we we would call for medical history and medical Mm -hmm. records and and, and that sort of thing. Our social worker would then provide a report. This report would go to the family advocate and the family advocate would consider the report and determine whether the report falls within the parameters of the law and if the report is in the best interest of the child. Um, A recommendation is then made to court. We file a report and we provide that report to court recommending what we consider to be in the best interest of the child. It remains a recommendation. The court does not necessar- does not rubber stamp our recommendation. The court will then determine whether um, to accept our recommendation or not. Mm. Parties are more; the, they have the right to, um, to 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 object to our recommendation. There are two processes to that. They can either object, or, or, or at least we'd like to encourage that they first bring their objections to our attention, mm. so they can raise it with the um, with with, with the team, with the family advocate and family counsellor who conducted the investigation and who provided the report. If they are not satisfied with the response, they then can um, bring it to my attention and I will deal with it as the head of the Cape Town office or if it's a Worcester or George um, matter to the heads of the Worcester and George office. Um, and if they are still not satisfied with that outco- outcome they may bring it to the attention of this um, principal family advocate advocate ibrahim hmm. um, but regardless of what our or the family advocates um, final um, um, decision may be with regards to the concerns in respect of the report they are still welcome to raise it at court they may say to the court i'm not satisfied with the family advocate's investigation and um, I oppose the recommendation, then Mm -hmm. the matter will be challenged at court and it will go through a trial process
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're just going to leave it at that for now, let's go for our ads when we come back, remember the SMS line is 47913, if you have (laughs) To have any questions for our advocate this evening so the sms number is 47913 our landline number it's 021-442-3530 and uh, that's for any questions that you may have pertaining to family matters and that's our focus for this evening with advocate khadija parker my radio station your radio station
0: our radio station the voice of the cape <laughs>
1: Talking point you're on the voice of the Cape, oh, speaking please. to Advocate oh, Khadija Parker, telling us a bit hey, more about serious. the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development, and more specifically about the department within that department. That it, that's, that's it. Shukran for, for being here this evening with us and uh, sharing with us this very pertinent and very important information with our listeners. Once again, the SMS number, it's 47913. And uh, then also our landline land number is 21 We do have the Senior Family Advocate with us this evening. That's the Office of the Family Advocate in Cape Town. And we're speaking to Advocate Khadija Parker. Um, <coughs> told us a bit about what's taking place there. Uh, more specifically, can we look at the role and, and some of the responsibilities that you have been <coughs> mandated with?
0: Okay. Okay, as I've already said, we assist in divorce matters, care, contact, and guardianship um, matters, and we provide a report to court. We were created in terms of the Mediation in Certain Divorce Matters Act, and that is where we got, our, or we obtained our, our, our powers from, um, to provide um, um, recommendations to court in, in divorce matters. But our powers have been extended phenomenally with the um, with the creation of the Children's Act, thirty eight of two thousand and five. So we also now. Um, Assist in matters we we would have to do a parenting plan. Assist with unmarried fathers who um, wish to obtain parental responsibilities and rights in respect of the minor children. Um, we assist grand we, we assist in applications brought by grandparents, third parties. Um, 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 who would um, who would like a parental responsibilities and rights agreement um, Drawn up so that they may have certain parental responsibilities and rights in respect of a child um, mm. So with regards to unmarried fathers There are certain criteria that um, this father would have to um, comply with In terms of section 21 of the Children's Act If he wants to obtain um, parental responsibilities and rights and respect of his minor child. So whilst the law has um, progressed, an unmarried father still does not automatically obtain parental responsibilities and rights and respect of his child. He is more than welcome to um, go to any family advocate office in the Western Cape to um, ask for assistance. We will assist by trying to resolve any dispute between the parties. Um, for example, we will um, deal with the dispute in respect of whether the father agrees to be the, bio- um, 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 whether he, sorry, whether mm-hmm. he uh, contributes to the maintenance of the child, whether he contributes to the upbringing of the child, and whether he um, agrees to to the fact that he is the biological father of this child. Um, So we try to resolve those disputes and if we are able to resolve the dispute, then this father um, has parental responsibilities and rights the exact same parental responsibilities as the mother and as if he were married to the child, had been married Mm -hmm. to the child's mother. Um, There are also cases where, um, for example... Uh, religious unions, so your Muslim marriages, your um, customary marriages, your African unions, or your uh, yeah. unions as a result of of, of um, Hindu marriages and, and that sort of thing. Section one of the Children's Act now says that um, that uh, for purposes of the Children's Act, marriages, religious and cultural marriages, are recognised as. If those children born from those marriages are recognized to have been born from as if they were born from a civil marriage. Mm-hmm. So they have the exact same So, uh, parents of children born from religious marriages have the exact same um, um, rights and responsibilities as 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 children who were born from um, parents who were married in a court mm-hmm. or a church, um, which means that. Um, um 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 it's 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 as yeah, so it's as if they were married to each other in a court they have the exact same rights, the exact same parental responsibilities and rights. Mm. Unfortunately, um lots of people don't know that. So mm. when for example a um Muslim marriage breaks up, um there is a dispute regarding the child or the children and um parties don't know how to um how to how to um
1: Resolve, uh, resolve
0: those disputes and access mm. their rights They can come to the office of the family advocate free of charge We will assist with a parenting plan So we will assist mm. them in structuring how they are going to be exercising their parental responsibilities and rights in respect of their children Obviously the child cannot be um, with the mother and the father at the same time mm. um, as if they were still married to each other we there the are realities that everybody needs to come to terms with, and we will assist them in drafting a document in which those realities can be put on paper um, we structure how who is going to how they're going to be exercising contact, where the child is going to be residing um, when they will have contact with each other, what type of decisions they're going to be making in terms of the child, and they would then Sign that parenting plan and we can have that parenting plan registered at the office of the family advocate Which would then amount to it having the same weight and effect as a court order Hmm. The um, alternative for parents who uh, do not come to the office of the family advocate to um, have a parenting plan um, um, drawn up Would mean that that, that, that the parents would have to approach a court because there's a dispute between the parties, everybody's fighting, there's yeah. conflict, nobody knows what is supposed to happen with the children, mom's keeping the children away, dad's taking the children, um, and it's not healthy for our children. Mm. So somebody then approaches court, pays lots of money to um, for for litigation purposes, pays the advocate, pays the attorney, um, and at the end of the day to come out with an order which could have been rece- um, achieved through the Office of the Family Advocate, free of charge. Mm. So the state is really trying to, um, to assist parents, to assist families in um, having to avoid um, the route of, of conflict, to having to avoid the route of going to court and spending unnecessary money, um, by rather creating avenues for parties whereby they can go to a, a, a government a department created by the state um, to receive services free of charge um, and to eventually obtain the same um, outcome that they would have achieved had they gone the uh, court mm. route
1: and also much more friendly environment and it's a much more well. once
0: again a much more friendly environment mm. I must also add that um, we we have many cases in the Western Cape where grandparents are raising children mm. and um they are raising these children without any um, formal uh, uh, request or formal placement in their care. They they have taken on their children's, their children's children and they are now raising these children as their own for whatever reason. Mm. Um, the scourge of drugs is very high in the Western Cape. Um, poverty is increasingly high. Uh, the teenage pregnancies are extremely high. There are many reasons why mm. grandparents are now raising their grandchildren. But Problems start arising when these children need to go to school, um, when these grandparents would like to access in order to, to receive some form of, of, of monetary um, mm. assistance, would like to access things like um, the Department of, of Social Development in order to get those um um, child care grants or, or things like that and they don't have any formal rights in respect of these children. Once again this is where the office of the family advocate um, steps in. Grandparents are, can or, uh, can approach the office of the family advocate and we can assist with the parental responsibilities and rights agreement in which the biological parents of the child or the biological parent of this child if it's only the mother, if we, if the father is not in the picture Um where, where this biological parent who has parental responsibilities and rights can enter into a, a, an agreement with someone else, whether it is the grandparent, whether it is the neighbor or the sister or the aunt or whoever it may be, enter into an agreement with this person in order to, um, to, to, to formalize rights and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, this, we call this document... A parental responsibilities and rights agreement it would give grandparents or, or other third party certain rights in respect of this child we formalize those rights and just like a parenting plan the office of the family advocate can register um, the, the the parental responsibilities and rights agreement and the parental responsibilities and rights agreement would then also be tantamount to a court order
1: mm-hmm. So, in regards <coughs> to certain I- issues pertaining to parenting, that's where you come along, and you have the same exclusive rights as any other court. That's Pertaining correct. to to parenting,
0: with regards to uh, parenting plans and parental mm-hmm. responsibilities and rights agreement okay. agreements, we a registered agreement in our um, by our office is the same as a court order.
1: Mm-hmm. And 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 tell me also when you're looking at the rights of the I know I'm taking you a bit back to to previous you were speaking about the single parents and the uh, the father, the unmarried and and so on those yes. are unmarried and they have children but the father the parents are still in the picture both parents are still in the picture would it be afforded the same rights to both parents even though they are not um, legally there's no marriage that has taken place
0: yes. That, that can happen if there is no dispute between the parents. So, for example, if there's an unmarried father and he'd like um, parental responsibilities and rights in respect of his child, if there is no dispute in terms of the criteria set out in Section 21 of the, of the, of the Children's Act, so mm. if he um, agrees to be recognized as the child's father, if, he, if there's no dispute that he contributes... Or attempted to contribute in good faith to the child's upbringing. If he contributed or attempted to contribute in good faith for a reasonable period to the child's maintenance, and there's no dispute between the parents, Mm. between the mother of the child and the father of this child, that that um, is correct, um, that he has complied with um, Section 21B, 1, 2, and 3, alternatively, Section 21A, in that they were in a lifetime partnership. then then yes once there is no dispute we give them a certificate we, we mediate if there was a dispute if there's no and and if we mediate that dispute there is a certificate that goes to the um the parties saying that any dispute has been resolved um and he has the same parental responsibilities and rights as the biological mother so mm-hmm. it's as he has exactly the same rights as if he were married to the child's mother. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Once again, um, our number is 21 3530 and then also our SMS number, it's 47913. Our guest for this evening is Advocate Khadija Parker, who is the Senior Family Advocate, and mentioning that they have uh, quite expanded now with their four offices throughout uh, the Western Cape, uh, as far as Georgia as well. And uh, do you find that many people know about what they can actually access in terms of legal help? Um,
0: We are currently dealing with quite a number of cases. Um, I think we have about nearly two, it's between one and a half and 2,000 matters that we are currently dealing Mm with. Um, But I I do think that... um, that not everybody, especially people in rural and in indigent um, communities, they're not mm-hmm. aware of our services and that they, how they are able to access our services. We, of course, have been promoting and have been going out to communities, going out to um, rural areas as far as Freed and Dahl and Oatswan and um, so, uh, Swalen Damo or, or Vipersdal, one of the mm. uh, you know very far off rural area. We go out to these areas and and we present outreach um, programs in which we. Tell communities what the Office of the Family Advocate is about. It helps Mm. that we're on a radio station such as Voice of of the Cape so that Mm. we can further… Your
1: footprint. uh, Yeah, so that we can
0: extend our footprint even further. And and, and Mm. we're thankful for the exposure that that we are receiving because it is very important for people to know about our services. Mm. Um, Because it's important for them to be able to access our services. We are free. There is no money that needs to be spent in accessing the services of the Office of the Family Advocate. Hmm. I appeared in court the other day where people had spent thousands of rands um, accessing the services of what we call a curator at lightem, who does something very similar to what the Office of the Family Advocate does except that, we do it for free and we do, our services extend beyond what the curator at lightum for example, does. Mm, so mm. we will not only take into account the voice of the child. It's a factor we take into account. We look at a broad range of things when considering the best interest of a minor child.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's go for our ads. Uh, we'll come back once again with our guest uh, advocate Khadija Parker.
0: Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the cake. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The
1: Talking points on The Voice of the Cape, and uh, I'm asking with you for Rasha Jacobs outside. And our guest this evening is Advocate Khadija Parker from the Senior Family Advocate at the Office of the Family Advocate, which is a department within the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. Did I get that right? Yes. (laughs) Okay, got it right. Alhamdulillah <laughs> So, uh, telling us more about their roles and responsibilities And I'm sure it's been quite informative to our listeners To know that they can access these info- this form of information And this type of service absolutely free There's no charge involved, nothing at all um, Dealing with uh, issues of divorce uh, what, what are those different issues that you're dealing with? Just once again for our... Okay, um...
0: um well let's see we with the divorce. We, well obviously the divorce cases are standard um the there's either a divorce in in our regional courts or the divorces in the high court mm. um and it's where the parties have now decided to part ways and they have children, and these children are below the age of eighteen mm. and for whatever reason, there is a dispute um regarding where the children are going to live um, so that would be um, um, a key dispute or the dispute may relate to contact in the sense that the parties are not in agreement on certain terms of contact so um, dad may say i want um, the children to live with me Mm -hmm. And I want the mother to have supervised contact. Now, supervised contact means that this contact that the children exercise with the mother would be restricted Mm -hmm. because there are now certain allegations. There's either an allegation of um, drug abuse Mm. or alcohol abuse or some form of mental instability or neglect, whatever the case may be. Dad says, You can't, um, um, our children will not be safe um, in the mother's key, so um, she needs to have supervised contact. Mom, on the other hand, denies these allegations. She says, No, it's it's not true. I am a good mother. In fact, I want key, but I will give him reasonable contact. Mm. Reasonable contact would mean that these are no restrictions on the contact, so um, the children would be able to go to dad on. For sleepover contact, without anybody having to watch to see if they are safe, the children mm-hmm. would be able to spend weekends with the father without um, anybody um, having to monitor this contact to see that there's no harm coming um, to the children. Um. Or so so. That generally is, is where the family advocate becomes involved. There is a dispute. Hmm. Either brought to our attention, or there are different ways in which the family advocate um, is permitted to become involved in a matter. We cannot just decide when papers are filed at our office that we want to become involved. We are a creature of statute. We created in terms of legislation. We must be given permission um, hmm. in litigation matters to, to become involved in a matter. So we would either become involved because the court orders us to. So there's a court order and the court orders the Office of the Family Advocate to conduct an investigation and provide a report to court. Mm. Alternatively, one of the parties wants us to assist and they come to our office and they file an annex to be. With our office an annex to be is a, is, a, is a document in legislation in the regulations to the Divor- uh, mediation in certain divorce matters act it's a document that needs to be completed in which one of the parties requests the office of the family advocate to become involved in a matter or another way for the family advocate to become involved is where um, the family advocate Looks at the papers because all papers in divorce matters where these minor children must be filed with the Office of the Family Advocate. Mm. So we see the summons and we see the um, attachments to the summons and we note that there's a problem. So we complete an annex, you see. We take it to court and we ask the presiding magistrate or the presiding judge to give us permission and authorization to conduct an investigation.
1: Mm. So this would be all the um, this would be the precursor to your actual going ahead and helping. A yes.
0: Yes, we cannot just become involved. We mm. need permission to become involved okay. in litigation matters. Not mm. the same for your section, for your non-litigation matters, which which would be your Section 33 applications, your Section 22, Section 21, unmarried fathers' applications. The Children's Act doesn't place those parameters on us. Mm. The, divor- uh, the mediation in certain Divorce Matters Acts, our, divorce, um, our divorces, our things going through courts, we are placed, um, there are certain parameters, certain, um, uh, uh, Sorry, I've lost the word. There are certain um, criteria that need to be met before we are permitted to become involved. Mm. Um, um, and, 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 and one of that criteria is that we require authorization okay. to investigate.
1: Huh. So you, could, you can't just go ahead with any... any is, is this the blanket rule for every and each case?
0: It's the rule for litigation matters. Hmm. Um, there must be compliance with the Mediation in Certain Divorce Matters Act. The family advocate can become involved in any matter involving a minor child, but mm. there must be authorization either through the court or through one of the parties requesting us to become involved or the family advocate asks the mm. court, the, asks the presiding magistrate and the presiding judge, please give me permission, sign my document in which I'm requesting in terms of annex GC to become involved in order to investigate because I'm concerned about the minor child in this matter
1: Okay, um, I know we, we, we covered quite extensively we looked at divorces as well um, do you look at other family issues other family matters
0: yes we look at any matter that involves mm-hmm. a minor child where the best interest of that minor child may be affected mm-hmm. if the if the best interest of the child is affected um, in a domestic violence matter, for example, then we are then then we will become involved and we may um, conduct investigations and provide a recommendation to the domestic violence court relating to the best interests of that child. Yeah. We have also um, um, in the uh, in the Western Cape we've 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 conducted an in. Uh, Two investigations, if, if I remember correctly, um, relating to criminal matters in which we had to provide a recommendation in the best interest of the minor child where the parents of those children were um, accused of having of, of, of a criminal activity. And we mm. had to report to court as to whether what would now be in the best interest of this child if the parents went to, went mm. to jail. Okay. So our, our scope hmm. um, is quite wide in terms of what we are permitted to do, mm-hmm. the the criteria being the best interest of the minor child.
1: Tell me, we have approximately two minutes to go. Yeah. Tell me if, if if it comes to a person's attention that uh, as a third party and you find out that this child is issues of abuse happening at the, at home, either sexual abuse or some other kind of, of abuse, and the child is afraid to speak out, the um, so child, perhaps the father's... The the peer the the caregiver, the provider and, and do not want to disturb, you know, the the economic Survival of the home mm. the sustainability of the home do you deal with issues like that as well
0: there's legislation dealing with um, who is permitted to deal with 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 what issues now issues relating to somebody wanting to report a, um, um, abuse mm. a, um, at home that is dealt with um, through the Department of Social development if it relates to the family if it relates to something that the family advocate must become involved in like um, where the child um, uh, I'm trying to think of an example now. Something that flows from from that. So um, mm. um, once the abuse allegations have been dealt with by the Department of Social Development, and now there's a grandmother who's wanting to make application for um, okay. um, the child to, to be placed in child. her care. Hmm. The family advocate can conduct the best interest aspect, but our um, our role is limited to providing reports to court relating to the best interest of, of minor children. We don't... Um, 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 look into situations of the child being in need of care. That mm-hmm. is the responsibility of the Department of Social Development. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe I should also just provide the um, listeners with the contact details of our mm, four offices. Okay. Two. So the contact details for our George office. Um, the its senior family advocate, um, Jana Herber, and her contact details are o double four, eight o two four two double o. The Wooster office is Advocate Britz, and his number is 023-347-1213. And then the office of the family, ad, uh, the Cape Town office, that would be myself, um, for Cape Town and Mitchell's Plain, it's 021-426-1216. Advocate Ibrahim, Shereen Ibrahim, can also be reached at 021-426-1216. Okay.
1: So those are the numbers. can provide me, can give that to me, inshallah, yes. and then I will, uh, just in case someone calls or for, for those numbers, so I'll hold on to that numbers. And during the duration of the program, I'll once again mention those numbers. So shukran to our advocate, advocate Khadija Parker, senior family advocate and uh, office of the family advocate. So that's a department within the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. Shukran very much to her for joining us this evening. And inshallah, if you have any questions, I suppose that you may forward it to our producer, of this program it's yusuf at uh, vocfm.co.za and provide you again with the proper email address for our producer and uh, you may uh, forward him any questions that you may have Then I'll also I'll provide you with the numbers of the advocate. Shukran so much and uh, do stay tuned. We're going to be breaking now for the Wakt of Mahrib and thereafter we will continue. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.